This is a homebrew podcast. Is this absolutely necessary? You don't do anything else on the ship. I I press the button. You told me that I had to press the button to get the messages. I press the button. I get the messages now. Yeah, but you also now do this. Whatever. Fine. Right. Fine. Yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> ah. And here today we are watching the showdown of the century. Grundle and Nivets are having a massive cook-off. Ha! Told you, Grendel. I'm a much better cook than you give me credit for. No, you're not. You're crazy. Then explain this perfectly cooked, uh, radiant pheasant. Mmm. That is cooked to perfection. How are you doing that, you little piece of shit? Ha! Talent. Wait a minute. Did your hat just move? Uh, no. Is that part of your talent? Give me your hat, nerds. Are you cheating? Why is there a little tiny man in your hat? Wait a minute. Is that Zip? Nivet's glowing distraction tactic number five. Huzzah! Uh, well, I guess you met Nivet already. Well, welcome to the crew, Zip. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant, perpetrator of the worst deal of all time, here with Austin Brady. Gray, I didn't do that on purpose. Cody Smith. Rules lawyer Grundle! John Cayley. Nivitz Posey, it was calculated. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy arms, Oliver. I have no idea what's going on. Previously on the homebrew, the crew landed on Limbo and traversed this strange new place, seeking out Father Seatel. They had a brief brush with some slod, gave up their quasi-horse, and found a small encampment of seemingly friendly folks and rested. Gray reached out to the Burning Man with some questions, after which they decided to attempt their descent. We're back here. You are in the encampment, in the kind of like reserved tent that they have for people who are making the ascent. And Gray has just finished his uh, spell. What are you guys going to do now? Mm. Hmm. Let's go to Heresy. Yeah, Gray, Gray certainly revealed all the information that they know. Where's Heresy? Based on what our dear friend, uh, Billiam, what was it, Dustwake said, we have to talk to the Lord of Limbo first, I believe, in order to move down. Sounds like a cool guy. Right. Let's go kick the shit out of Limbo. I will remind you that the Burning Man did say that violence was not the best path. A little violence is okay. We can talk first. We don't really have the best team for this, Sid. Those two are only about violence. Right. You talk, and then I kick his ass. Sure. Gray opens the flap of the tent, steps outside, and kind of stretches out. The sky is now this, like, orange and yellow hue with, like, red clouds floating overhead. There are, like, little imps and fae flying through the sky. It looks different from yesterday. Gross. Hmm. Hey, Gray? What? Can you summon your horse again, or is that a one-time thing? Yeah, give me a little bit. Can you not summon it? But we can make another deal, maybe. I mean, his horse is being impregnated. I don't think it went anywhere. Oh, well. The horse only lasts an hour, and as far as I know, the gestation period of those things is 
probably lower than that, so only an hour of pain for the horse. And it's not even a real horse. It's a horse-like creature, and it's quasi-real. Oh, right. Anyway. Quasi-horse-like. Poof. Here's my horse. Are you done? What was its name again? Why did you do that? Because you're not real. You're quasi-real. Oh, God. The sooner you get that through your thick, quasi-like skull... You're a monster? I've been called Worst Gideon. Okay, I'll do whatever you want. Just please don't do that to me again. I'll make no promises to a being that isn't real. I'm quasi-real! There is real in the name. You're an exile. We can't be making deals with horse-like entities. He's got a point. <sighs> yeah, it's it, it's it now has a new feature of what I'll call haunted eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about to have a new feature of a black eye if it doesn't shut up. Oh, please, please, no! <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Please, please, only okay. I can abuse the horse-like creature. All right, you're right. That was, that, was, that was a step too far, man. I overstepped my bounds. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, um, let's go ahead and get to the point. We should go get in contact with our friend Billiam and make sure that we can actually find the Lord of Limbo. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna kind of, like, get up and walk around. Is, is there any, like, government here? Like, is there any kind of, like, buildings that seem more important or um, anything that seems like a town square? I mean, other than the... F- I, I mean, I guess it's the fire, right? The big fire in the center. Right, yeah. Most things are gathered around that big purple bonfire. Uh, and there there are carts and people... Uh, it seems like they're not, like, exchanging currency, per se, but they're, like, picking through things and trading things. There's nothing that stands out as more official or kind of elevated above anything else, though. Okay. Yeah. If you were to make small talk with, you know, some of the residents here, I mean, they'd, they'd be mostly friendly. They would just say, like, you know, we don't, we don't really do evil. We just don't necessarily do anything about evil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, like, you know, we don't really, there's, we don't really have, like, thieves or murder or anything like that. So, just kind of volunteer to watch the perimeter for any of those crazy frog things that like to uh, put their babies in us. But no, not really any government or anything. Just kind of living, day-to-day, surviving. Hmm. Hmm. Got anything cool? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you're talking to, like, one of the villagers, and she would look down at her cart and kind of poke around. She's like, oh, I mean, yeah, take- Taken was okay today. Got, like, this, uh, what are these? These are called, like, uh, spaghetti M's. You ever tried these? <laughs> They're... <laughs> what? I'm sorry, M's. I don't know why spaghetti M's got me. <laughs> <laughs> they're spaghetti. They're here. She she holds out, and there's like a, it's 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 quasi real pasta like canned food. 
Huh. I haven't tried that. Yeah, we, we get some get some cans of food. Get some. Sometimes we get fresh food. Uh, but yeah, I mean, help yourself if you're hungry. There's usually plenty to go around. There's always stuff. Do I recognize the brand on the can? You guys are fucking crazy. Roll history. Fuck. I just made that up on the fucking spot. I just said spaghetti ends. You can hear this grindle. Fuck. Yes. Sounds legit to me. I've seen these at the store. You're a hundred percent confident that this is just a normal brand of food from this right. plane of existence. I, I, I'm familiar. I think I've had these in prison. Okay. Uh. All right. Do, do you want it? You can. No. Okay. Is it only food that flies into the? Oh couchers? no. Uh, no, we got an ice cream truck yesterday. I think I heard that. Uh, no, I mean, it's not, sometimes it's just rubble and ruin. Uh, the spot where we built the camp, right? It's, it's specifically where things seem to kind of, like, originate from. And these days it's not, like, ruins as much. Sometimes we'll get some sort of crazy, like, tower or something. It'll tear the nets apart. It's terrible. But, no, I mean, for the most part, the food is kind of, like, what we're going for. Like, that's what we want. So we're trying to get food. But we get all sorts of crazy stuff. Like what? Well, like an ice cream truck, uh, a tower. Anything uh, weapon-wise? Armor? Uh, she would point over to a pile that looks like it's kind of like more a discard pile, and there would be all manner of, yeah, like armor. Then it seems to like range time periods quite a bit. Cool. Uh, and weapons from anywhere from like old school swords to like... You know, like laser pistols and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I mean, we're all pretty, pretty much armed. Uh, we have what we need to to hold off the hold off the frogs. And she looks kind of longingly at the bonfire, and she said, "Although, I mean, I don't know how much longer. Probably got a couple more years at least before it happens again." What happens? And she looks back at you, and she's like, "You're the you're the new people, right? You just came yesterday. Uh, so this is Limbo." The Lord of Limbo, Cyprum. He's a, a farmer. You're familiar with the farmers? Yeah. Yeah. I watched a video about it. Like a literal farmer or a metaphorical farmer? Yeah, like capital F farmer. Like he's one of the beings that was trying to create essence. Uh, and right. he, he did so by inaction. So he would put pieces on the board and he would let them figure it out and in the change in the chaos that was created he would siphon off the essence he needs that cycle to continue so every so often our fire goes off the frogs storm the town we die terrible deaths it's not fun and then when the pain is over we start again with a new fire but the balance has to break kind of like that game i play um fucking super theme park tycoon billionaire when I get bored, I just kill everybody and destroy the park and start over again. She shrugs and she's like, I don't really like thinking about it. It's less active than that. I think that's how Cyprum maintains his innocence. But if you allow... You ever beat the frogs? What? You ever beat the frogs? She, she like, kind of shakes her head. She's like, I, man, I've done it hundreds of times. Sometimes we beat them for longer, but... There's just so many of them. And the way that they fight, it's terrible. They, we become infected. Right. Their cycle of reproduction is terrible. She she looks you looks at you and she's like, I don't know why you're here, but 
could always buy us more time if you wanted to. I mean, if we were to, you know, take out some of their spawning pools, we'd get a few more years at least. Do you know where Cyprum lives? She kind of disappointed. She, but but I mean, right? Like she figured, <laughs> uh, and she points off towards what looks to be uh, like this tower. A weird, almost like wizard's looking tower, but made of like this metal, bronze metal. Uh, And it's floating a little bit off of the ground in front of this like upside down mountain. It's visible from where you're at, maybe, you know, maybe three miles away. And she's like, yeah, he's, he's over there. I heard you're going down. Tis the plan. Gray. Yes. You don't want me to beat Sephiroth's face in, right? Not yet. Right. If we can't beat the shit out of Sebram, can I go beat the shit out of some frogs first? I'm almost wondering if we can give ourselves a little bit of an advantage here. We can use your horse to lure a couple. It starts screaming. Exactly! It's on board for the plan! I'm thinking that if we... Sebram's not going to change because they gain essence from indifference. They're not going to care either way. If the frogs win, or the people of this village win. But I'm wondering what happens if the frogs attack Cyprum. If the frogs pose a bigger threat to Cyprum, it might scare them out of making change. Wait, didn't he make these things? Or are they going to attack him? We don't know if he made them or not. Do you know? Uh. Oh, I'm asking the lady. She says, uh, "I'm. I mean, I've I've heard s- stories. Um, I. It's it's been. I mean, it's been a, a long time. Uh, she doesn't know everything, uh, mm-hmm. but she would relay to you whatever the origin is of the frogs, which they're called slot or slotty. That seems like they're linked to this." spawning stone, which most people say Cyprum created it and cast it into limbo. Basically, as I mentioned, his way that he farms is creating this chaos or allowing this chaos to happen without intervening, even though he has the power to do so. As far as we know, if the Slatty are tied to this stone, and if the stone does exist, then yes, he would have created it. If there weren't frogs here, if that's what you want to call them, frog-like quasi-real creatures, we would have, we would just live on. And it's not so bad. Obviously, looking into the future isn't too bright. It's not a fun cycle, but all in all, the years between, they're okay. But I do have to say, what, you said your name was Gray? I didn't, but yes, it is. Sorry, I thought I heard you say this. I thought I heard someone call your name. Um, Some somebody did, but I didn't say it. That's the oh, point gotcha. that they're getting across. I actually did say gray. Yeah, you you said gray, but they didn't say gray. Sorry. Um, yeah. I guess I just I've been here for a long time. I don't know. Just be careful you don't become guilty of the sins that created this place, right? She 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 seems increasingly nervous, like as she's trying to ask you to do something, right? Yeah. Um, and she doesn't, you guys are, I mean, Grundle could literally squish her by sitting down right now. She's just, she's like, I, I don't, I don't mean any offense. I'm sorry. I just, you know, there's evil going to happen and you have the power to do something about it. I don't know. Never mind. I'm sorry. And she, she would probably try to like scuffle away at that point. Just overcome by 
nervousness of talking to these visitors. Grundle looks at the crew. Are they trying to guilt trip us? <laughs> it seems so. I'm going to go fight the slot. What if we did fight Sepram and take the stone? I like that idea, too. What if we take the stone and move it somewhere else? Up Sepram's ass. That is a very smart idea, Grundle. I'm very proud of you. Hmm. Well, we do have to fight our way through that village to get there. The, the area to get to the spawning stone, right? Isn't it over there? Or did I misremember something? Yeah, Grant, is is the mm-hmm. stone, like, she said the stone was cast. Possibly. Yeah, the legend has it, the legend has it that Sipram cast this stone into limbo, and they believe that that is what has caused the slot to spawn. Okay, so, oh. so, so it's somewhere in limbo. We don't know where it's at. But the it, chances it's a of it reason, a stone could be a metaphor, and the slot yeah. might just spawn from pools. It would stand to reason if the legend is true that it would be yeah. at the center of wherever they're spawning from. Yeah, I mean, who knows if this guy really inhabits the body of indifference? We might just be able to fucking take the stone from him. He doesn't have the stone. Were the stone to exist, he would have nothing to do with it. He made it. He threw it. Some stuff happened. Not his problem. If the legend were to be true. Right. right. He's not active. It's the trolley problem. And he's like, I didn't pull the fucking lever. It's not my fault all these people died. Yeah. Right. Makes sense to me. And frog people are going to kill regular people. It's, in the, it's what they do. From my experience, at least. I mean. And who's to say that they wouldn't just make a worse stone? Well, if they did cast the stone, then it is their fault. We could break them with logic. Or we could just break them. Either one sounds fine to me. Should we talk to this farmer? Those are our two options. Talk to the farmer or kill Slod. I want to help these people. I think both will help. Alright. So, what do we do first? Oh, no, that's not my specialty. More of like a focused weapon. Aren't we like right here? Yeah. Here's my hypothesis. We go to Slod, we strike a deal, we get permission to travel between the lower plane and Limbo correct? Right. They're bound to that deal. Then we fuck up the frogs. I thought the frogs were the slot. Oh. Sepram. Sepram. Sorry. S-words. Mixed up. We talk to Sepram. We make our deal. We have permission to transcend the planes. Then we fuck up the slot. Right. Hmm. Alright. Then, fine. We talk. Contingency. Talking breaks down. We take over. Limbo. And then we make the choice to go down. That's true. Sounds good to me. Uh, I mount the horse and start heading towards the tower. Okay. Yeah, it's like inexplicably shaking when you get us back. Um, Being a baby. Quasi real horse, man. (laughs) Oh, there once was a horse and it got... Never mind. That song does not need finished. As you tr- start to traverse uh, under this like red and orange sky, uh, the grass is much softer, and the areas that were kind of this moist dirt are these jagged rocks, uh, almost changing the path, like uh, swapping its place where it's hard to walk on the rocks and it's easy to walk on the grass. Uh, you you traverse these a uh, couple miles. It takes you surprisingly not much time. Uh, it looked further away than it was, and as you approach this metal tower, you hear all of this like clockwork type stuff inside of it. Assuming you enter, of course, don't want to speak for you, but assuming you enter, 
Um, the tower itself is hollow on the inside. It does not have floors. It is just a nice open floor plan. And in the center is this metallic being with a single eye at the center. Uh, and it seems to be running these humanoid metal arms over all these different uh, scrying pools and over all these different like magical looking uh, artifacts. They look like uh, measurements, right? Like uh, I can't think of a single <laughs> fucking measurement device right now. Uh, what do you call the sand things that you flip over? Hourglass. Um, hourglasses and fucking abaci, abacuses. Um, mm. Things like that. Um, and it is looking at all these things. And as soon as you enter, it turns around and um, regards you with its eye, which is very creepily going from person to person. And it just says, greetings. Grundle waves. Greetings. Hello. Greetings. Hello. State purpose. Obtain access to lower planes. Denied. Oh. Reason. Must earn passage. How do we earn passage? It would turn around and kind of wave its arms around some of the different devices and turn back to you and say, change. I mean, right here? I've got a couple bucks, if you, that's what you want. I mean, some copper pieces. Correction. Chaos. Oh, all right. <laughs> Unsanctioned by Cipram. Your choice. So it doesn't matter what we do. We just got to cause chaos and you'll let us go down? Correct. And back up. Negative. Why not? Not possible. For you or for me? I control no ascent. I'm at top layer already. Okay, so it seems we don't need permission to get back into the plane, only to leave the plane. No, at least from I, this card. We need permission right. from the guy below to go yeah. up and down. Oh, this place is confusion. Seems simple enough to me. Makes a lot of sense. A lot of rules. Well, I have a solution. Well, the ones below have the same rules as him to get down. Fucking, I'm yeah. starting to feel like violence would be a lot easier for us to get through than heresy. This thing is fucking huge. I probably should, I should probably give you a scale of this thing. Yeah. This thing is towering over you. This is a gargantuan creature with metal armor all over it. This single eye in front of it. It, um, yeah, you can f violence, but oh it is. Oh my god. Hello. No, I'm saying I'm saying that if the rule for him is just to commit chaos in order to go down, then if we went down to the next level, which is violence, heresy, or whatever the other one was, that like centrism, the the rule of heresy sounds harder to me for this for us in like simple concept than committing violence, which is easy to do. Well, they want us to farm for them. No, right, I get that. I was just I was just making Yeah. Yeah. And they all have different methods of farming. Right, yeah. right, right. Hey Cipram, you got any advice on the next layer, assuming we make it? Negative. Damn. Sucks down there. Limbo is best. Very nice, except for the frogs. No opinion, only observation. I observed that the frogs suck. Noted. Thank you. I feel heard. We heard a legend that you 
cast the stone that birthed the frogs. Is this correct? Technically. That's the best kind of correct. Define. Created stone. Cast stone. That's correct to me. So that's not indifference. That's chaos. You want chaos. Incorrect. Outcome unplanned. Would any unplanned outcome feed you? Chaotic outcome. I'm I'm trying to, like, figure out why it's... It feels like it should be, like... So indifference in action is its goal. That's how it views itself, I guess, is how I would answer that. From a, like, meta world. I grant, agree, you have a point, but you are in my hell, so all of my people are going to have dumb ideas. Okay. (laughs) You're going to be dealing with that a lot. Strap in. Where's, Where's the stone? Cannot interfere. You should be indifferent. Correct. So it makes no difference whether you tell us where the stone is or not. Incorrect. Assistance is intervention. It's not assistance. Sounds like it is. Can you prove that it's assistance? Do you desire stone? I'm indifferent. Agreed. So, where's the stone? (laughs) It starts to shake a little bit. Cannot interfere. Well, this is going nowhere in a circle. What do these hourglasses do? Do not fucking touch that. Why? The mountain flips, (laughs) turns back up. Never mind, that was cool. Oh, you were going to interfere. What? Are you going to interfere if we start fucking with these things? He can't interfere. He said that a bunch. He can't interfere if we start destroying all the stuff around him. Oh, you want me to? It, uh, it would kind of, like, drop its stance a little bit. Doesn't count. Why not? <laughs> Mine. Oh, but you should be indifferent. Anger level rising. Gray's just gonna look at the rest of the group <laughs> in a way of, like, should I push? <laughs> Hmm. Like I mean, waiting, this is kind of my idea. Uh, not but... not saying <laughs> like should I push, but waiting for like like just giving a knowing glance, waiting for confirmation. Or I think heavy arms and Grunel probably would just be like he lowers his stance. We both look look at you and lower our stance. Like what? Are we fight this dude or what? I don't know. Hmm. Do not interfere with observation. But you want us to uh, cause chaos, right? Out. Side. Touching these things affects outside, right? Do not touch. We won't touch if you let us go down. Decline. Damn. I tried. <laughs> not very good try. Or well, then I'm gonna try. touch. Boy, would you just love a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, well. Trade horse for descent? Confirm you have horse. I produce horse. I I don't produce horse. I produce semi-horse like creature. I know. This this is horse. Confirm was, this is horse. Was that Confirm a question? this is horse. It is not a horse. Then denied. I got a question. Pause it. If we drop you, do the frogs stop being a thing or they just keep being a thing even without you? The two questions. Do the frogs continue being a thing if you're not in charge? Unknown. If someone else is in charge, they control this... Theory, yes. Hmm. Stone is not in my control. Right. Can you tell me how to make one of those things? (laughs) What? A horse? A spawning stone. Negative. Aww. Hmm. 
If I destroy the spawning stone, is there a chance that you just make another one? Yes. That sucks. Maybe. If you create a spawning stone for us, under the promise that we use it in a domain other than the one you are observing, would that count as interference? Assistance. Also, cannot siphon essence from other realms. Chaos must be here. Ah, but if there's more things down below, they're more likely to get up here. Travel has slowed. See, but if you increase people down there... Tourism is down. Hotel tax emergency. Yeah, people don't ascend anymore, remember? It's a problem. I know, but if we increase the people down there, there's more chances for them to come up. Negative. Other reasons. I think Gray would turn to the crew and say, I think that it's time we do this the backwards way and create some chaos outside. Alright, well, it was nice to meet you. Agreed. Uh, do you like being a farmer? Its eye, like, like looks off into the distance and it stands there for a long time, like, almost like showing some sort of, like, emotion for the first time and then it would snap back to you and just say, yes. Cool. I want to be a farmer too someday. Roll insight on that. It's going to be a high DC because this is like a fucking robot eye thing. 17? It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't like it being does. a farmer. It doesn't like being a farmer. Oh. Grundle's wisdom comes through again. But it's 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 a little more nuanced than a yes or no question, but you definitely don't think the answer was yes. Maybe I retract my previous statement about wanting to be a farmer. It sounds more complicated than I had originally anticipated. Affirmative. All right, guys, I'm showing a lot of restraint. If we're going to go and do, do it the normal way, we should go. Yeah. Hey, do you guys like those big words I use? Those are pretty good. I understand half what you said. Farewell. One last question, if I can. Oliver, Agreed. You, you can leave if you want. Oh, I'll wait. How do, does one become a lord of the plains? Good question. Kill. Kill. Or subjugate. Take. I get most things. Uh, Negative. <laughs> how'd you get it? Sorry, that's another question. We're out of questions somehow. Sorry, took a lot of your time. Backstory unknown. Wow, he deleted his own backstory. That's rather unfortunate. You should look for up for your uh, backups for your backstory while we're gone. Indifferent. Touch the hourglass, Grendel. <laughs> Do not touch hourglass. <laughs> But I want to flip the mountain again. It was fun. Can I shake it and shake the mountain around a little bit? No. May flip one more time. All right. One, two, three. Negative, negative, negative. I mean, too late. I already did. Oh, wait. You just, you were counting to three before you did it? I thought you were, like, <laughs> rolling it around three times. Oh. Uh, either way. <laughs> either way. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the mountain is upside down again. Oh, the way it should be. Farewell. Enjoyed encounter. And he turns back around. Let's go make some chaos. Yeah, I figure there's only four of us. And uh, if we got to rule some planes, we got to, like, you know, keep our cards close to our chest. <laughs> Don't want to get a shitty plane. Right, and there's a lot of planes. That... Yeah. Damn. Deep ones are probably more important anyways. Gray is going to want to do two things. One, investigate the fire in the center of town. That seems to be like a big landmark that, mm-hmm. you know, like we 
we've passed several times, but I don't think we actually like figure out what it is or what it's how it is. Yeah. And then the other thing is like definitely like dig through that pile of weapons and armor and shit to see if there's anything sure of use. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the bonfire itself, I mean, this is a big bonfire, right? Like it, it's mm-hmm. it's massive, and it has this purple glow to it. You can give me an Arcana check to kind of understand like how it's put together. It's a fifteen. Yeah. So they um. It, there's definitely magical energy. One, it's suppressing the craziness from outside. Uh, two, it it just it feels good. It's like a nice, dry warmth. The loudness of it seems to kind of like drown out some of the crazy sounds like all around. The wood seems to not be wood per se. Like it is also magical and it is burning down almost like you would imagine a wick on a candle. And you would guess, based on your conversations too, as you're watching it burn down, that yes, probably another year or two before it burns down. It goes out. Um, as far as the weapon pile goes, you guys can grab one, you know, like uh, something off of the armor or weapon list. Uh, and if you give me an investigation check and get above like a 20, I will give you... I'll roll a magic item up here. Anyone who's digging through that. Oh, that's a 12 for Gray. Yeah, I also got a 12. I also got 12. Oh my god, four 12s. TJ gets a 12. Oh my god. Oh my god, he got a 13. Fucking. I was gonna say, man, that's that's almost deserving of something in and of itself. That's a jackpot right there. That was a that's a natural (laughs) two for me. Well, that's pretty good. I have negative one actually, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you guys can each grab one thing off of, like, the armor weapon list, like, just from the item list in the player handbook. Oh, that, none of that does anything for me. A fucking souvenir from Limbo. Yeah. Uh, it's not from Limbo, Grant. It's from all the other fucking places they're slinging junk into this place. You think souvenir shops have things that are from the place that they're selling yeah. from? No. No. Incorrect. Whether they're fucking authentic or not is a totally different question, and authenticity in itself is a man. I really <laughs> wish I could have but... gotten you to give him the horse under the guise it was a real horse, and then play back all the times you said it wasn't a horse to you. I really wish that's what would have happened. Yeah, but but I think you learned from my mistake last episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I had to be like, it's not a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Like this is so awkward for all. Of our, he's trying so hard to like be good. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what to. He's like I don't know. Like I regret not saying this before, so I want to say it again. Uh, right, not say it again, but I want to say it. When you were talking before you went to the to to Ciprum, um, and you said I want to help these people, I feel like for a split second the burning man like just looked over his shoulder at you and then looked back at the universe and you like know that that happened just okay. for an instant i'm gonna take this net i found a net Ooh, that's dope i know this is purely just like skinning but are there would there be like any like robotic looking helmets in the pile of trash and armor or something that i could fashion into what looks like a helmet um, you give me like a DC 15 investigation. We're, we're scavenging. 
Okay, okay. 17. Yeah, I think you find... So it can't be like you were looking for it and you found it, right? But like, I think you do come across something that you, the player Tyrell, are looking for as far as that helmet goes. Nice. Looks how you want it to look. Cool. I found some cool stuff in here, but it just nothing that's really speaking to me. Like, uh, this this is some really awesome, ain't like really almost like a relic. Ever know host his old plate armor, but I have no use for it. Right on. All right, let's go. <laughs> Time to go handle some slot. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that yeah? Is that what what we're doing? Are there dry parts of the wood, or or like not uh, not dry, but like not on fire? dry parts of the wood that can be touched. So I think it's not hot like fire. I think you're free to touch it. It's the same kind of warmth that's magically emanating through. Um, as far as dry parts, no. As it as it burns down, and I mean, we're talking extremely slowly. This is your trained like arcanist skills that is mm-hmm. being able to see the change here, because we're talking about a year for this thing to burn out. Yeah. Years, potentially. But as it burns out, it just it just disappears. So no, there's no dry parts, but you can touch the wood. You can touch my wood. <laughs> I'm gonna pull some fucking. I'm gonna pull a chunk of it out. Okay. Everyone behind you would stop, like almost in unison, and look at you. We are going to destroy the stone. There's like a child there and like a tear starts to roll down her eyes. Be like, that's, that's like, that's like three weeks. You just took three weeks away from us. Dude, not cool, man. <laughs> a cat flies overhead into the net. Where do all these cats come from? I, I would like to make the bid that we can use this to kind of like move into slod territory. Um, to try to drive them out from where they're at, where the concentration of them are, um, to be able to find the stone earlier. Or easier. To the kid? To everyone. Um, okay, give me like a persuasion check. It's gotta be with disadvantage because they don't fucking know you. They don't know you? I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all just like waiting for you to... That's not your purse. That's not your weird wet wood. (laughs) I was trying to see if I had anything that kind of helped me here. Yeah, that's a botch. That's that's a 24 on a normal roll and a 7 on uh, the fail roll, but it's a 1. Yeah, this little girl like just breaks into tears and people just shake their head and kind of get back to their day. No one like accosts you. But it's just like the, the the weight of how that felt for them is just heavy. But you do have a small, I imagine, uh, I mean, how, how much did you take? The scale of it and every, I imagine that I took something that was like akin to a torch. Okay. Yeah. So you have a small bit of this, uh, f- you have a small bit of this purple fire and, you know, like you kind of like affix it to... Uh, like a stick from the scrap pile quietly i imagine the crew is kind of like a little bit quiet too and like these people are just like avoiding your gaze at this point all right now you pissed everybody off can we go now yes we can go nice move pretty chaotic i like it hey anything to win favor right i'm gonna walk out of town backwards (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, that's great. Um, so I guess there's not a great check for this, but if you guys want to roll insight on, well, no, that's fine. We'll just, uh, I think I know how to play having that torch. I'll have you be, what I'll do, Gray, is I'll give you a little radius at which people who are close enough to you aren't affected by any of these like winds of chaos that are blowing around. Oh, okay. Which you don't know what that means because you skipped my encounter, but it's good. <laughs> it's good. It shouldn't. It, sh- it shouldn't feel great, but it's good. Man, you know that the, we've been sitting here this whole time talking about slots, and I, I just am like, I, I want to play a campaign where I'm a paladin when we fight slots. Oh, they're fucking gross, dude. Yeah, but like the only class that doesn't give a single fuck about a slot is a paladin because they cannot. They're completely immune to diseases. Mm. So you can the slot can eat their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I mean, come on. I just want to be because they are like the scariest thing ever. Like their shit is weird and it's terrifying for like all the players who have to encounter <laughs> them. I just want to be a paladin. Like never fear. <laughs> Fuck your slob babies. So, um, as you guys, I- I'm assuming you're heading towards kind of like the area where you saw them, like the the spawning pools and stuff. Mm-hmm. As you approach these pools and you see like eyes, you see movement in the bushes. They do seem relatively nervous to approach Gray, who is leading with this fire from the bonfire. They seem to kind of like shirk away from it. Uh, It's easy to kind of see where like the center of this place would be. Once you get to a certain point though, um, slods start to like stand in your way. Uh, Not as afraid of the fire, but definitely if I were to metagame, I would say I'm removing a few from the fight since I made you feel so bad about taking it. What you see is a massive blue feminine <laughs> looking slot with massive rows of these gigantic breasts and this huge Whoa. frog head with this like that like grass that I had mentioned before kind of like scattered around the top of her head sitting on top of this massive pool of eggs. There are creatures and like what look to be like some unlucky villagers all over the place. And then a few of what looked to be like the more loyal, less afraid slot have kind of like gathered around you. And as you approach, one of the blue ones would step up to you, seemingly not afraid of the fire. Hey, what you doing out here? Retrieving the stone. What stone? The stone that birthed you or your ilk. Uh, you can't have the stone. The stone's in Mama. Thanks. Thanks. Can Fuck. We Can we talk to Mama? What? She's right there. Step any closer, I'll gotcha. That won't be necessary. Uh, you're just gonna let us pass. No, I ain't. I'm gonna stick ya. I'm gonna give you some of my babies. Make Mama real proud. Um. And then... From behind him, is like, oh yeah, honey, I'd be real proud you put some babies in those. All right, fuck this. Okay, uh, good. Let's roll initiative, guys. I'm very uncomfortable about this situation. Hey, get some babies in those, fellas, real quick. God damn it. Do you like my God, slot voice? I fucking hate it. I hate slot. It's not Thorm if that's what you thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Thorm. <laughs> what if it would have been so funny if he was like, yep, Thorm again. <laughs> um, God, we're ready. Queen, come on, come on, come on, come on. 
Cody. Kind of ready. All right. So yeah, Mama uh, or Kamama Mama has yelled uh, from back. Like, yeah, put some babies in them, fellers. And this uh, blue one from like, all right, Mama. Which one of you wants to be my partner? And Oliver, you get to go first. Nice. I love how they're like Southern Cockney. Like it's such a weird blend of accents. It's perfect. I do. I want to be the partner. All right, open up. And um, I think I'm gonna start. Let's play smart, Ollie. Slow wins the race. And he takes the helmet that he had taken from the treasure room and firmly places it on his head and goes into protect mode. And he attacks. Swings once 24 for 15. Bop. 20 for 11. Bop. 22 for 16. The last combat, I forgot that level 14 warrior, fighter warriors, level 14 fighters get to attack three times a turn. Ah! Even without an offhand. Let's go. Fucking tadpole. Gray, you're up. As a bonus action, uh, you will all see Gray transcend into Blade Song and then move in and uh, swap this slot that Oliver has just punched. All right, it's a threesome. Ignored. Ignored. There we go. 13 to hit. Oh, you're teasing me. That does not hit. And 18 to hit. That hits. Uh, for 8 damage. Alright, yeah, you guys are cutting this thing up. And then I am going to... Do I risk it for the biscuit? Um, no, I'm going to stay here. Okay. Nivets. Hozu. Hmm. Well, never really fought a slot before. Come on in, the water's fine. There's babies enough for everyone. No, thank you. Thank you. You know, your kind comes out green. Wait, what? I don't even know what that means. Stay away from me. Just fucking kill him, Nivets. And Nivets is going to cast old monster on the giant one. On, on Mama? Mama. All right. Get him, boys. Uh, and that's going to be a wisdom saving throw. Queen Kamamama Mamamamo is not wise. Oh, and the two. And held as fuck. You just stay right over here. <laughs> Your mama said go home. Like, leave, actually. Uh, there's this mountain that's upside down. Go there. I can translate perfectly. See, it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As in positive. Yes, go. Bye. <laughs> um, what am I doing? All right, so that brings us to... Queen Kamomomo. So, at the end of her turn, she's going to try to get out of this, and she does not. That brings us to the Red Slot, who are going to come slobbering over at you. Their skin is wet and droopy and saggy and disgusting. They ru- oh, wait. On initiative 20, as this fighting starts, as soon as the fighting starts, thunder cracks in the sky. Things are out of their routine. Something is happening. And Limbo loves when things happen. All movement speed is halved. You all feel this intense heaviness. Hello, heaviness. I 
nice. Uh, so that helps a lot because the red slot has to dash to get to you. This thing slobbers towards you like, come here, time for some babies. Jesus. It gets to you from a dash, but it's not able to attack because of the effect. Oliver and Gray are not affected by this from the glow of the torch that I imagine uh, is securely placed in like your belt or something at this point. That takes us to the green slide. I'll soften them up for ya. I like to call this foreplay. And he's gonna throw a fireball in the back that will not hit Oliver or Gray. It's gonna hit Rundle, the Steel Defender, the Familiar Nivets. Fuck that Steel Defender, Kongo. No! Damn, Nivets is on it. Ooh, and Nivets waves his hand. Uh, that spell fizzles. Make it up for last time. I want no babies. Come on, baby. Don't you wanna play? And that brings us to the gray slot. The gray slot. Everyone's favorite gray slot. Gray turns into a slot. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh god. Oh no. It was me the whole time. The gray slot. <laughs> and it is going to disappear. They're both going to disappear, actually. And then give me a perception check, everyone. Okay. 14 from Oliver. 23 from Nivitz. Uh, 15 from Grumble. Uh, 9 for Gray. Okay, Nivitz, um, they're feeling heavy and feeling pretty slow as the uh, as the winds of chaos of Limbo have, have blown. Your play, you feel like they have, like, run. You hear them, basically, like, slopping around in the mud here. And it seems like they've run on, like, to either of your flanks. But they haven't gone far, just because they're so slowed. <laughs> uh, and then that comes up to Grundle's turn. You're feeling heavy. You're not quite in the warm embrace of the um, bonfire. Grundle is going to push himself forward. I'm going to take the attack of opportunity, I guess, from the yeah. slot. It is going to swipe at you with a claw. Does an 18 hit you? So I have 19 AC. So it does not hit you. I have 20 AC because of Cranny Flavor Town. Nice! Great Flavor Town. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. Remember, the easier times, y'all. Grundle, as he pushes himself forward past the slot, you guys all see him start to, even though the gravity is intense, the speed with Grundle is, at which Grundle is moving is pretty insane as he steel wind strikes. Woo! All right. Grundle is going to target the two red slot. Okay. The blue slot. Yep. This guy right here. Uh-huh. And... Big Mama Gemma for automatic right. crit, because she is a yeah. monster. Absolutely. And that is a true statement, if I've ever heard it, and at all within range. So um, they're all varying distances from north to south. So I'll roll your, uh, uh, roll your hits, um, and we'll go top to bottom here. There you are. There's 5, 25, 26, 24, 19, and 17. The 17 is an automatic crit, so you have to roll your damage twice, and crits on steel and strike feel so fucking good. Yeah, this is gonna be nuts. So it's 6d10 
extra plus my does my brutal critical kick in? Well, I don't fucking know yeah. why not. Do you I have to be raging? He, yeah, I will say Grant already had agreed yeah. when you. Yeah, so if you don't have to be raging, then yeah, absolutely. It does not say raging. Then yeah, of course it does. Dude, that's nuts. That's so much damage for a single hit. That's so much. Damage. Yeah, that's a huge one. Huge haymaker. So that would be three extra damage dice from savage attacks and brutal critical, right? So it'd be nine extra d10. Mama just got hit by a Volvo, dude. <laughs> what? Why a Volvo? Because <laughs> heavy, steel, yeah. sturdy. So for a total of 42 force damage, then 48 for the crit. So Ooh. 90 damage. Jesus Christ. That's almost a power word kill, dude. God, yeah. That's not even counting the other damage from it. Fucking steel wind strike, baby. Okay, nice. so yeah, I mean, you hit the fucking shit out of Mama. Where are you gonna end that? I think I'm gonna end back here by the crew. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I could even be here, I think, because I could be within five feet of any of them. I'll move to the other red slot. Okay, then you're inside the, uh, the mm-hmm. glow. Yeah, back inside the glow with Gray and Oliver. And, man, I'm a little bit rusty because I haven't... I feel like I've got to be extra careful after the last crazy shit that just happened. But I'm (laughs) going to use my bonus action to rage. Yeah, makes sense. No babies for me! (laughs) You don't want a baby. Why are you here? (sighs) Do you really want me to say it? (laughs) Yeah? I'm confused. To kill all your babies! Ah, uh, what? <laughs> Anti-baby pillin. Anti-baby pillin. That's up for Gruntle. Is Man, it? Really... Are you done? You done with your turn? I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you, uh, yeah, you ended your turn in the uh, warm glow of my reminder not to put anything in this game because you'll take it with you. I thought that was funny, but I guess not. I <laughs> chuckled. <laughs> Okay, the death slot are up, and they are pretty slowed. Uh, I think what they're going to do is one of them sees an opening to throw a fireball and hit a few of you. So it is going to hurl a fireball that will hit Grundle and Nivets. Oh. These gray ones seem to be related to the green ones somehow. They seem to be using similar abilities. Hmm. Hmm. I'd love to talk at length about the uh, reproductive cycles of slot if you want to ask me and Liamens next Ooh. time we do that. Uh, so DC 17 dexterity save. I'm going to keep the 20 damage. Danger save. 22. 15 for that save side. Uh, 25. No, you and I don't. Oh, I thought it still hit us. Nope. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. Just Nivets and Grundle. Yeah, not Gray and Oliver because of the way the battle is shaping up. The red slot are flanking you, and there's okay. no way for him to hit you and not everybody. Hmm. D- does it hit the uh, Steel Defender and the... Yes. Okay. Familiar. Deck save from Steel Defender. Double crit. 21, 21. Nice. So they only take 10. And then I'm pretty sure my uh, familiar can't even make that. Nope, familiar's dead. Nivitz is gonna disappear. Poof. Oh shit. 
Okay. Wait, what the fuck is that? Like, no, no, and I'm scared. I have resistance to fire damage thanks to yeah, the Rain Flavor Town. So how much damage did you take? Like, I only two? took four, five. Five damage. Okay. Nivis, where are you going to wind up? <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. I like all my options. Farther off to the right. I guess actually our left. Okay. Shouldn't have shown you that before you made that decision, should I have? Maybe. I was also trying to think where people were. <laughs> all right. And then... Nice spell effect. The other um, death slot, which you are you quickly identifying, these little guys are probably the ones you need to be the most worried about, even though they're smaller. And this one casts Cloud Kill. And it is going to cast it um, over its uh, friends here so that it hits everybody because of the way that this spell works. DC 17 Constitution saving throw. 21 from Mr. Oliver. Half damage if you make the save. It's a 13 from Gray. Okay, 16 poison damage. Affected even if you hold your breath. Nope. Oh, shit. 16. Seeps into them pores. Lasts for the duration until a strong wind disperses it. Its area is heavily obscured. And you have not reappeared as of yet, correct, Nivis? Nope. Okay. So... As heavily obscured, uh, basically every attacks inside of the heavily obscured area are going to be acted as if you're blinded. Mm-hmm. So unseen attacker gives advantage, being blinded gives disadvantage, so it cancels out for the most part. There are some instances where that doesn't matter, but for right now, just know that you are uh, attacking with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that brings it back to our blue slots turn. Uh, it is going to swing wildly into this mist with disadvantage, biting it gray for 11 and then two claws for a 10 and a 12. Everything all, missing. All the mess, yeah. Do not read that. That was supposed to be removed. I must have missed this. Or read it if you want to be terrified. I don't even have to read it because I already know. Yeah, I'll say I know. I know. I know it's coming Grundle doesn't know shit, though. Yeah, Oliver has no idea. And then this one struggles against the weight that is holding it back and dashes and isn't even able to reach you. Oliver, you are up. You are blinded. Attacks will be at disadvantage. Oliver moves into position outside of it, joining the... Surrounding himself with friends, family. Oh, hello there. And he's gonna... Continue beating on this first blue slot he started beating on. A 28 for 13. A 32 for 15. And on the third attack, he just reaches an arm out and his hand detaches and rockets away and grabs hold of, or hopefully grabs hold of, one of the little death slots. Ooh, okay. A 17. Oh, it just misses. It goes wide. Barely. Like, it just dodges deftly. You know what I mean? Like, you, you were yeah, on yeah. point. Oh, I'm mad. That would have been so cool. Um, and then um, I'm going to action church and attack again. Okay. So I swing 25 for 17. Yep. 25 for 14. And a 16 uh, for 13. If it hits. That. Let's check the blue. What? That does all three of those hit. Nice. And that will that will end my turn. Yep. 
That brings us to Gray. Uh, Gray is going to t- attack through the mist. Hold on, I need you to make the con save because you did start your turn in the mist. Uh, Oliver first, oh, okay. and then Gray. Oh, okay. 24. Okay, so that's going to be half damage. So, um, seven damage to Oliver. So then three. If you have resist, you're oh okay, yep. Resistance. <laughs> okay, so forty. Okay, and then on Gray failed their save. That's going to be twenty-six damage. Oh. Gray is going to attack out of the cloud. Two strikes on the blue slot right in front of them. Okay. Nivitz, I'm going to need you to not think about my well-being real fast and just fucking drop some damage on these fools for me. Remind me, is that with disadvantage? Because I'm attacking from the fog yeah, out. Yeah, unfortunately. I want to give you the crit, but it is with disadvantage. You still hit, though. Yeah, that's a 23 for 20 damage split between Necrotic and Thunder. And the what, other What level are you? Uh, 14. Is that not 3d8 yet? Uh... I might be incorrect. Maybe it's the movement damage. Uh, the movement damage goes up. So at fifth level, it. It, it deals 1d8. At 11th level, 2d8 and 3d8. Okay, got it. And we'll yeah. roll the 3d8 yeah. if they move. Got it, got it, got it. Sorry. Yep, yep. The other one was uh, super not hit. Okay. But then our dear friend Gray is going to use Misty Step. Get the fuck out of there. Hate to be a stickler, but you have to be able to see it, and you're blinded. Oh, I am, I am blinded. Okay. Clouds are strong against spellcasters. Uh, I suppose I will just fucking move. Okay. Uh, but I, my steps is 40. 14 misses. Yep. And one from the red slot is going to take an attack of opportunity with you at disadvantage. Don't you have to be able to see a creature to attack of opportunity? I don't think Thanks. so. I actually don't know that, but in real life it makes sense. How do you know he's moving away from you if you can't see him? You can make an opportunity attack when a hostile creature that you can see moves out of your reach. Get fucked, Grant. Hell yeah. Everyone's like, everyone's like super on for like rules. Yeah, no, I we know him. I fucking love it. That is Yeah. <laughs> All sides are like stickler, stickler, stick not to be a stickler. Not to be a stickler. Not to be a stickler, but after the last episode, uh, we're all on it. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we uh, reread all of the. Uh, we just reread all the books, up, right? Up if you see bit. my bed right now, there's just a pile of like <laughs> highlighter D <laughs> manuals. Um, okay, it's like you yeah. said though. Every time I learn a new rule, another one falls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so Gray has attacked and moved. Anything else? Um, I think that. They still have a bonus action. I'm gonna cast fucking Shadow Blade. So I'm just going to summon a sick ass sword in my hands. Oh, cool. And it deals. I like your ass sword! (laughs) You gonna poke me with that stick? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like consent to me, boys. Nivets. What? Nivets fucking kill him. I'm just a frog. I don't know. That's upsetting. These frogs are not PC. All right. These frogs 
our sick Oliver's of your PC new culture. Hood only works if you do glass cannon damage. <laughs> <laughs> Said do as much damage, so Nivitz is gonna cast Gravity Fisher. Oh. <laughs> What's that? And do? he's gonna. I'm showing the line. What's that Gravity Fisher doing? <laughs> Did it show at that time? Of gravity showing a line. Yeah, that's thing. gonna hit Oliver though. The way you just drew it. Hold on. Each creature in the line must take constitution. I told him to fucking handle well, it. Well, he did, but got pretty average damage there, Nivitz. I gotta say. Oh, sculpt spells. And he gets sculpt spell on all schools of magic. Did oh! I mean, it's the. And did I'm you just over channel it? Woo! I am. So what is that? Eight feet That's like that's max damage, right? Yeah. Whew. Oh man. All right. So I'm gonna need what is it? 18 con save. Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay. So, uh, 25. Draw the line for me one more time. And then and how everything much within 10 feet, they have the second one save. So those three big guys, the two blue, the one red, and then anything if there is something there that I don't see. I don't know. Yeah, you drew a line right over my invisible eye. <laughs> uh, okay, so, I mean, I don't have to tell you that. Why did I tell what's you that? The, what's the total damage? Well, you yeah, don't take no. damage, right? Sculpt spell? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you succeed spell their saving throw, I see. And you don't take damage. Oh. If I, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. They take no damage if they would normally take half damage on a successful save. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sculpt spell is way stronger than the sorcerer effect. That's tight. All right, and then so that's where four. is this divot spent the whole campaign? I'm doing it. God damn it! Fuck up. <laughs> All right, so uh, so what's the damage? Yeah, what's uh, that total 64. damage there? Okay. A D8 well, max is 64. Damage. What's the damage? What is what does dying to gravity fissure look like? Oh my <clears> god. <throat> It feel like it's like what you think of when dudes get sucked through the little tiny holes and depressurization when goes oh, on. Oh, decom- yeah, like in the decompression <laughs> bells and stuff like that. Just immediately turn oh to spaghetti. God. This is not a monster that should die. Quasi spaghetti food item. He just was. Nivets just like appeared and then showed them the hands of God. Shazam! <laughs> I am God. What did I tell you guys all these times? I will make suns and I will. <laughs> I will make suns. Thunder crack you guys are like, through oh, the sky. We want to make suns too. What's your problem then? Mine will incinerate your kind. <laughs> all like. Nivets, handle it! And then just everything spaghettifies around me, and I'm like, oh god! (laughs) (laughs) Um, jeez, Louise. I love it. Each creature within the line. Very cool. But not in it must exceed the constitution saving throw or take the same damage and then be pulled to the line. Alright. Damage is out. Uh, Two of these slot die. Uh, They crumple like a can of SpaghettiMs. (laughs) <laughs> and my, uh, that, yeah, are you fucking done or you got more shit? No, uh, you, you did get the gray guy, right? This guy. He's 10 feet within it, so if he does, did he pass? Yes, I think so. Rolling this is like. the way you drew the line, right? Yeah, he's within 10 feet of it. And then if they're in the 10 feet. It's within it? 10 feet of the line? Yep, yep. it has to it'll it's pull, it'll it's area around the it. line. Well, he it might has, not get... He might not get pulled into anything but an early grave, so give me a second. <laughs> early grave. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he botched! He botched! Green's gut 
squirt out of this thing, babies fly everywhere. Oh no. And this thing just not like, make, can, not like babies, like tadpoles. <laughs> No, I, no, I, I, I'm gonna need some saves for them. No. You the lightning. No child is left alive. I need Lightning crackles through the sky. You see a purple lightning bolt hit Cyprum's tower. Like, this is great. I mean, depending on which side you're on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you, are you done? <laughs> are you done? Uh, this is what yeah. happens when you haven't played your level 14 fucking mage yet. I'm yeah. gonna walk over into <laughs> the walks purple in zone. and just like, <laughs> bitch, fuck around, find out. Yeah, get me go take a few steps and walk into the purple zone. Yeah, that does bring us to initiative 20. Uh, the winds of chaos blow and it's the same effect. I hate when this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Queen Kamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamam
running forward. Uh, it has to dash. This one is going to move its speed. You guys are falling into my trap. <laughs> and then it leaves, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> oh, oh, thank right you. Here? Oh, well, no. He said it's a trap, boys. And then I... It's going to cast fear onto Oliver Heavier. It's a, a DC 17 save. For wisdom save. Wisdom? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to use Indomitable. Okay. Try again. It's only a 12. From somewhere behind you, you hear a very familiar voice call out to you. It's just, it just seems so real. Like a part of you, like deep down knows it's not, but it's just intensely real. And you you hear Jaden calling for help. He seems in pain. He seems terrified. That was, um... From the slot that's 10 feet from me? Yes. Okay. You are frightened for the duration. You obviously can't drop what you're holding because they're attached. <laughs> yep. And basically on your turn, you have to uh, move away as fast as you can um, towards what is, I, I guess, your worst fear. I, I can't say what your worst fear is. I'm just <laughs> DMing. Right, right. And that becomes the blue slot's turn. This blue slot is going to try to bite at you, Oliver. 11 misses, claws at you for a 16, and a crit. That's a crit, so it automatically hits. Yeah, it's a crit's always going to hit. A DC 15 constitution saving throw. 20. Good. You only take uh, the half of the 14 damage, 7 damage. It is your turn. So I have to move away from it, as far away from it as I can. Right. I have to use the dash action. Uh, you only have half movement, though, so I guess this kind of actually helps you. Uh, and since you technically can't see the source of your fear in the cloud, if you were to run through the cloud, you'd get to remake the save because you you're blinded inside the cloud. It's obscured. And the way this is set up, that's that's the route. So you've got cloud kill behind you. You've got the source of your fear in front of you. You hear Jaden calling for help in the background. Um, and you can only remake the save if you can't see the source of your fear. So not trying to be metagamey, but your best bet, yeah. Yeah. So I run into the cloud. Okay, make a constitution saving throw. That is a botched 10. That's going to be the cloud kill damage. That's going to be 24 damage. So half to 12. Mm -hmm. And then make your um, wisdom saving throw against fear. Nope. Four. Do you have another indomitable or anything? No, I do not. Really? I thought you got two at this level. Okay. Nope, not 15. Gray, give me a insight check to see if you know what's going on. It's a 20. Oh, I'm a liar. I do have two indomitables. You're right. Okay. Do, I got, no. do you want to use it? I do want to use it if I can. Okay. Yeah, I thought you did. Oh! I crit. Okay. You snap out of it. Like, you run into this cloud. This this Heavy acid enough. breath, <sighs> this, this poison hits your lungs and... I guess not to be sad, but you just your memories come back. You know that Jake's oh, not yeah. over there. Yeah, um, and you're back, and it's Gray's turn. I rolled a. You were asking me for an insight. I wanted to see if you could tell what had happened to Oliver, but he's out of it now. So okay. It's, okay, it's a moot point. Also, just gonna throw you a freebie. Don't forget about your song of defense, Gray. Song of defense. Yes. I didn't think that I could use that because I. Couldn't even counterspell it. 
as like a reaction, so I assumed that I couldn't do that for the last thing. That fucking shit down my throat. Um, but instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Tensor's Transformation. Nice. Uh, so I gain 50 temp HP. Nice. Oh, baby. I have advantage on attack rolls. Nice. Um, when I hit, I deal extra 2d12 force damage. Nice. I have proficiency with all armors and weapons. Uh, proficiency with strength, strength and con throws. Um, and when I attack, I can attack twice instead of once if I already have... Yeah, I already have that, but... Mm-hmm. I am going to take those 50 HP into my loving arms. Looking good. And that counts as the second spell that I have concentration on myself with, uh, which counts for my essence surge. Uh, spell that's target self never require concentration, but um, I have to roll a d20. The save starts at two and doubles every time I add a spell onto myself. Otherwise, I do some sort of essence surge. Um, so here is my... That's just a flat d20, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, I rolled a two! What's the... What was the save? That's a two. Oh, okay. You're good. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So I have the uh, Shadow Blades and Trent uh, Tensors attached to me. I don't think I can attack yet. Yeah, that's all I can really do right now. Pretty sure that my Steel Defender is still in the in the cloud uh, dies almost instantly because it's starting its turn there. And it only has two health points. <laughs> right, yeah, I don't think I can survive that. I mean, you can still run up and do your attacks and stuff. I cannot. Uh, that doesn't work the same way that uh, haste does. So that counts as my action. Spells the target self could be cast as bonus actions. It's one of your special abilities I gave you. Oh, am I dumb? No, you're not dumb. Smartest people I know. You're just, just forgetful. Yeah, you just haven't played Gray in combat yet. God, you? yeah, I haven't fought as Gray yet. All right, yeah, then uh, fuck that. Yeah, I'm going to go up and I'm going to fucking attack yeah. this Gray fucker. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that dude in okay. his dumb fucking head. <gasps> that's that's a crit. <laughs> uh, that's 31 damage and wait, 13 wait, more wait, damage. Wait, 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 wait. What level Shadow Blade did you cast? Oh, I was using Shadow Blade. Uh, fuck. God, this is. I'm gonna need like a fucking spreadsheet. You're gonna need a fucking calculator for this because yeah. it's Shadow Blade plus Booming Blade, so I think that's what five d eight damage. This it's a crit, so uh, ten d eight damage. I, I I cast it as at a low level, so it's two d eight. Two d eight plus two d eight, so forty eight doubled is eight d eight plus. Do you get extra damage from? Uh, yes, tensors, I do. Right? And it's forty twelve, so you do. You do 8d8 plus 4d12 damage on that crit. So that is 21. Gotta roll another shadow blade. So 21 plus 16. Sorry, I got my fucking calculator out because I'm (laughs) stupid. Uh, Plus 21. Uh, that's a total of 58 damage um, plus 13 damage on my second hit uh, equals yeah. 71 damage. 
How does Grey kill stuff? I think she just sinks, or they just sink the sword inside and just sit there and watch as it, like, struggles on the blade. And as they slump, it cuts up through their body. Awesome. Okay. That's a good halfway point through this fight. Uh, You guys are doing well. Doing really well. You're killing it. Uh, But we do have to end our episode here, and we will pick up the second half of this fight next week on the homebrew for episode 74 thank you everyone so much for listening uh we appreciate you guys uh more than words can fucking word if you want to find out more about the show you can go to the homebrewpodcast.com that has links to our discord and our patreon and our merch and our social media everything that you need to kind of join the crew and get involved Patreon starts at $2 and goes up from there with all sorts of awesome prizes. You can read all about that. Uh, And our Discord is like a really fun hangout. It's growing. We hang out in there. We talk to people. We talk D&D, memes, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, It's the real thing. It's really us. It's the real deal. It's a lot of fun. Again, that's thehomebrewpodcast.com. And we will see you next week for episode 74 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, Rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, Zombie Dad, Belmont, Hunter of the Unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to The Last Guppy, Last of His Kind, In Search of a New Home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the Catburger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King. Previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash the homebrew, and we'll see you next week.